You're listening to Fight Stories. Uh, John Moses, welcome to another episode of Fight Stories. Uh, with <laughs> us in spirit is my buddy up in Canada, Tyler Morrison. I'm in Hoboken, New Jersey, one of the least tough places in all of New Jersey. <laughs> it used to be tough. <laughs> right, right. It's sure. not tough. Right. With, uh, with Artie Lang. <laughs> they, Artie, thank you so much for doing the show. What's up, this John? Is, this is my, big. My pleasure. All I'm waiting for is the Reverend Bob Levy to pick me up and bitch that he can't eat blue cheese out of a woman's ass. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, I, I, I was telling John about that's a bit that Bob did for two years when he sort of opened for me. And um, uh, he gave me a video cassette once because I was a regular on Conan. He goes, give this to Conan. It said, in Magic Market, can do this clean. <laughs> the set ended with him committing a sexual assault with the blue che- with yeah. eating blue cheese out of a chick's right. ass. I, I met him, Staten Island guy, about I guess it was about fifteen years ago. He's gonna work with me, like you know, stern crowd. I'm like perfect. He goes, he says to me the first night work. He goes, listen, my end bit is a little crazy. I'm like, what are you doing? He goes, uh, I get a chick out of the front row. I try to get a hot chick, and I, I put blue cheese in her ass and lick it out. <laughs> I, I've, said, I've never said this when a uh, associate road comic said a bit. I go, repeat that. <laughs> and I want to hear the bit again. Goes, yeah. I go, your tongue, your tongue's going to touch your ass. <laughs> and, 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 and John, every fucking night for like two years, a hot chick, like a, like a, a Delaware ace. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Arizona too. Yeah, yeah. Um, would get, get her, and, and, and but the fucking. Vibe. It's amazing. Nothing was never passed, you know, like beyond, <laughs> well, beyond like some sort of salmonella you or something, know. you know. Maybe something was. Yeah, and a couple of guys died. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 you said like the guys would be like, do I fucking fight this guy right, or what? It was a weird thing. Like I'm watching a guy, you know, lick my wife's ass, but they were always ossified. That the, the amount of drinking that goes on at a comedy club sometimes is really like problem drinking on and off. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. When I first started doing it with the start job, my drinking problem was so massive. Like I don't know how massive of a drinking problem I had. Me and Levy would go to like Zanies in Illinois, start drinking at the bar at two o'clock. On the t- like our, our insane. Our salary was on the table and we'd like break even. <laughs> you had forty eight hours lights before show one. At fifty percent off. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Okay, perfect leader with the theme here. Zanies and Vernon Hills, Illinois. Closest I ever become to fighting a guy on stage. Did you ever, did that ever happen to you? Fight a guy on stage? No, no. But I've always said because you've you know that video came out with a guy charging on stage. I've oh. I've threatened guys if you the step to the stage. One, the guitar one, which is oh, a classic. No, no. You might no. Be too young. All right, you too. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, I did see that one. The it's guitar the one where he fucking breaks it over the his most head. Unbelievable thing yeah. he says afterwards. The guy who charged is not even on screen, and he just hits El him with the guitar, and the, <laughs> the comic goes, "You saw he charged me." <laughs> yeah. Immediately. Look. Starts thinking better of it, like ooh. Right, you see the guy stumble like a drunk, doesn't even know where he is. You're, boom. Oh yeah. And uh, I don't. What are you? Two, which one are you talking about? A more recent one, I guess. There was one that happened uh, within the last six months. Oh, oh really? A, a black comic, and the guy gets on stage, and this guy. No more. Yeah. <laughs> no, is that the one where he's, where he's got the mic stand and he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Club. It's like yeah. A, about a, about a week after that happened, some old guy gets up and he says, uh, "I was doing a, a very nice sexual assault bit." <laughs> And some woman stood up in protest, oh, and I really? go, what? "This isn't a march." Really? And I started lighting her up. This isn't a march. And I watched the video. Oh yeah, <laughs> and and she, I watched in the video, and the the husband yeah. is laughing for right up until she stands Good for up. For him, yeah, right up oh, until she stands man. up. He has to and then stare. she stands up, and then he goes, "I'm going to kick his ass." I and I said, "Listen, old him. man, if How you old rush, is he? ah, your age." <laughs> 
I said, dating? Yeah. I said, if you come up to the stage, right, right, right. I'm going to kick your fucking and head you're off. Allowed, at that point, you probably would get away with him. Yeah, I'm not even waiting for them to get on stage. If you yeah. approach the stage, I'm going to kick your fucking head right. off. Right. I grew up, you know, in, in basically South Newark, New Jersey, where I, I, I 33% of my high school was Irish. The other 33 was Italian. The other 33 was black. And <laughs> everybody got along because there were insanely great sports teams. Mm. And everybody got along. But they, they um, like, we all had bookies of 13, right by the stat line. <laughs> and um, really bad gambling with all those ethnicities. There's a kid I went to high school with, uh, a black kid, like six foot eight, played, six foot eight. He, he played for, uh, tight end for, I think, maybe Iowa. Mm. And got hurt the you know the bouncer now. Uh, had, oh, oh, the, oh, the education part in Iowa didn't work out. I thought the blue part of the globe was the sky until yesterday. Financial advisor. <laughs> and he um, uh, but again, way funnier than Levy. Uh, <laughs> he had five kids by like the eighth graders. Yes, like really uh, a black guy. Yeah, and uh, he uh, the, the greatest kid. So um. We would get into arguments. We had a rule when we were gambling that if an ethnicity fucked us over for a lot of money, we could say whatever we wanted. Like, you know. Nice. And people really adhered to that. Really, it was really like an honorable thing. <laughs> and uh, I got into a fight with one kid because I went to Hollywood and I didn't realize that the rule uh, didn't fucking apply. I couldn't do it <laughs> <laughs> in front of the black writers for Mad TV. Yeah. And. Um, Again, thank God they had a sense of humor. We're gonna write. Yeah, a lot of commenters don't have senses of humor now. Ugh. But um, I, I fucking said, uh, I said something horrible, and uh, I, I, my only explanation was, I said, look, Warren Moon just did an interception that cost me a mortgage payment. Okay, <laughs> African American ain't cutting it. <laughs> it wasn't like it wasn't like the worst one, like, uh, <laughs> but um, it was bad. Like it was some like spoon or something. Like, yeah. Moon cricket. Yeah. Uh, Why did I think Moon Cricket? When you said it wasn't the worst one, I went Moon Cricket. That's the one. David, that was that's the one. David, David, I went right David there. Taught, taught me Moon Cricket. Yeah, I probably shouldn't have said that. But um, <laughs> his last name is a good moon, one. Moon. Yeah. Oh, it's Moon. <laughs> I mean, it lends itself. Yeah, your last name is Spade. Um, uh, he's a funny. Man. Oh, I thought you meant Warren Moon. I was like, Cricket's no. hanging right there. David, that's right. But, well, but that's perfect. Right. See, I should have had a punch-up guy. <laughs> A racist punch up guy. Yeah, Dude, just, his last name's Moon. <laughs> yeah. It's like a, like Wheel of Fortune when it's just like <laughs> the rest of the words that's blacked a, out. You know? What is the great Simpsons joke? Yeah, we're, are you a Simpsons guy? I mean, like, I haven't watched after I mean, 42 years. Yeah, I mean, who hasn't? They had. Um, in the first five years, the, the, the greatest gambling joke was Mo the bartender bets against the Globetrotters. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, and he's yeah. watching the game. He's going, he's using a ladder. <laughs> <laughs> Ref, you can't see the ladder. It's never water. It's always confetti. It's never water. Yeah. <laughs> the generals were due. <laughs> the generals. Um, but uh, there was something. But I, I, uh, I, I, again, comedy's got to be like, there's got to be a swing back to some sort of, you know, really rebellious time. With the, I mean, there's not fun. The political roughly, there's no funny, they're not funny people that are getting on stage. I don't mind uh, if you're not offensive, you know. Yeah, but, right, right. Yeah, me neither. I mean, I'm, I laugh, who you know, when it's funny to me. Shit. But if I see one more chick in a cat sweater on Conan. I know. I know. I, there was some gay guy on Conan that me and Anthony played. Already a problem, uh, <laughs> but again, I don't care. Mario Cantone makes me laugh. I mean, yeah. well, you, know, you can hear the Wizard of Oz so much, but I uh, <laughs> I 
like a real funny fucking gay guy. Those funny yeah. gay guys. Uh, but the guy was just so, oh, you know, telling you like, I talk about diversity in my act. I'm like, well, how about talking about a, a, a joke? Dude, I was at a show in uh, Lower Manhattan the other day. It was like a tolerance pissing contest. You know, and it's fine. Yeah, but, it, yeah, but that, come, you have to have a. Buddy. But that can't be. But but also, if right. I'm going to go up there and say something that's not that, how about a little tolerance for that? Yeah, no, like, do I have uh, to cater wait, to that crowd that's specifically a all the time? Perfect analogy. Right. If you're going to fucking talk about your diversity, how come I can't say you right. know, nigger midget? <laughs> Yeah, or or just a joke about my fucking kid. It's no, like we don't relate to that. We all feel mildly. Yeah, we we all feel mildly gay now. But you know, you have a kid. <laughs> yeah, I'll relate to your dick sucking joke. Mm-hmm. Or a person. Someone needs a third bathroom. Um, first of all, I, I have all friends in construction. They are totally into building oh, as many yeah. bathrooms as you want. Secondly, if a, the new giant stadium or whatever has a third fucking bathroom and there's a line at the shitter and all I have to say to somebody is, I feel like a broad. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. I, mean? Oh. I mean, how many fucking brownies am I going to shit next to? <laughs> I, take, I, I take shits in women's rooms if there's no line. And then I'll just say, go ahead, quiz me. You know? Absolutely. <laughs> uh, you know, and um, again, you're not allowed to. Again, the show crashing is unbelievable to me. I, I love them. Uh, Judd and Peter were wonderful people they gave me I mean I have benefits because of them but right there's stuff like I I, I I said the word cocksucker like you know improvising <laughs> uh, <laughs> like I'm Ryan Stiles um, and you know the crew laughs whatever yeah because it's you know what's the word funny and uh, yeah. you know I said I called a guy a cocksucker and HBO executive comes over and says um, you gotta change that I'm like to what and he goes whatever you asshole or something I go well why uh, he goes, because you said it like it's a negative thing. And, you know, I paused, for, I paused for as long as I could before I said, one of us has to blink, you know. Yeah. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, in Newark, you know. It's please. Not, for a guy, it's a yeah. negative. Yeah, yeah, please. <laughs> and honestly, yeah. A, ga- a Game of Thrones, some guy's fucking his sister while he pushes a kid out a window. And I say <laughs> cocksucker, and it's a fucking issue? That's Hollywood. Fucking, you can uh, you win an Oscar if you give a chick quaaludes at Nicholson's house. <laughs> and fuck her in the ass. Mm. But I think, uh, what's his face? Brett Ratner was going to host the Oscars and they found a tape of him in high school, you know, saying fig under his breath. <laughs> and he couldn't do it. Right. They're, now they're going back, you know. I know, well, that's just it. They're, they're judging everything historically. Right. By today's standards, I might as well like, just fuck in. I might as well just go to the port again. Oh yeah, it's start. Oh dude, I'm <laughs> start loading a truck. Oh yeah, <laughs> I just I just passed my home inspector's exam. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. It's like they take the fun out of it. You know? Yeah. Um, uh, so you grew up in uh, in Newark. I, I I read Livingston. I grew up in Union. In Union, which is like it's the it's the first step out of Newark. I lived in Newark for a while, and then. But I had all buddies there, and the one like real Italian section where the you know the the mob kind of had it locked down, right? Where you could, um, you know, uh, as Nick DiPaolo said once in Boston, yeah, the black guys hop to it up here. <laughs> <laughs> black guy ran by the car like I was going to run him. Out. <laughs> yeah. um, but but uh, you know, again, you, Boston's that kind of town where you, you right. realize that um, you know Mark Wahlberg is you know. I don't know. Right. I'll drop you. Right, uh, right, right. Well, yeah, Mar- yeah, Mark Wahlberg, that's another one. He wouldn't have a career today yeah, yeah, if you were judging he, by those standards. He, uh, yeah, I guess Andy Samberg, 
did an impression of him. And there's a bootleg tape of him at a party after SNL. The shit he's saying to Andy Samberg, like the Grand Dragon of the Tulsa clan would go, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> like he's like, you know, I'd be real, like calling him a, like a big nose. He doesn't say Jew, but you know, big nose. Right, 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 right. right. Make a big leap. It's, syn- it's synonymous. <laughs> I mean, some Italians, whatever. Right. One because of cocaine. Right, right, right. Um, I, I, I got a joke where I say my 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 lawyer and his big schnoz, and I said, "Hey, listen, he's Italian. If you went Jew, that's on you." you know? Okay. Right. <laughs> that's what I mean. Exactly. You're fucking making it up. Right. Right. Uh, he uh, again. That's another fun thing of seeing where an audience's fucking faggot mind will go sometimes. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Pussy mind. I. Uh, I <laughs> Thanks for cleaning that up. <laughs> Thanks for saving me the edit. <laughs> I'll get us both fucking thrown out of this. <laughs> yeah. But here's a way around. Like, they t- I went to Afghanistan to do stand up for the troops. I-, I brought a tell with me, and he went up there. And this is like a per. If you could be this clever with this bullshit, fine. But again, we, sh- we shouldn't be forced to be like this good. Right. Um, we could talk about masturbating. That's what they said. And they said, because I guess it's an epidemic. Right? Like, <laughs> soldiers. I broke a record in 10 days uh, jerking off to a chick who looked like, you know, like Brad Garris. And, uh,. <laughs> <laughs> you can't gonna, think of a masturbating because it's going to trigger them to start jerking off in the, exactly, in the stands. Exactly. Like, so These guys are killing people this, and you can't uh, fucking talk about jerking off? Uh, the guy, I, we're on a Black Hawk helicopter. Right after I heard that rule, Black Hawk helicopter, two redneck kids go, oh, do you want to shoot this fucker? The gun. And I couldn't hit a mountain with it. They called me <laughs> a fag. And I go, what if I, uh, like, he goes, Taliban families go out in them spider holes. I'm like, what if I kill a kid? He goes, one less kid I got to kill. I'm like, shit, yeah, I don't want to hear this masturbating joke. <laughs> You ever jerk off like you motherfucker? Yeah, um, that's it. So, but Attell gets the first thing out of Attell's mouth in Kabul at an outdoor. <laughs> I got back sort of thing. All these oh, there's soldiers. He says, um, you know, we can't talk about masturbating. I'm gonna, I, I won't break that rule. I'd like to tell you a story about the time I was fucking a sock with shampoo in it. <laughs> <laughs> it got a ten minute standing ovation. <laughs> After that, you're gonna talk about the president jerking off. <laughs> And again, the Marine who gave us the rule, he knew it was kind of stupid. And he yeah. laughing and he goes, and at that point, they go, it's just dumb. Even they go, I know it's dumb. Yeah. Um, but a good example of, okay, the zany story. I don't know what I said, but it must have been, a lot of times, a chickle heckle you in uh-huh. 2003. Zanies, Vernon Hills, Illinois. If I ever get suicidal again, <laughs> uh, I, 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 I'm going to go to Vernon Hills, Illinois, Zanies. Because there is nothing that will change your mind there. <laughs> there is no reason to tell Brewster not to go into the ocean and they're coming home at Vernon Hills. <laughs> I think it's closed. But um, I busted something about the guy's wife. He gets up like it's Chicago. Um, he looked like a white Mike Singletary. <laughs> a gun and he's, he's coming towards the stage. No security stops him. So I'm trying to like ignore him. And then I go, he's closer. And I'm like, well, something's going to happen. Right. And I literally go, oh, I'm just gonna, you know, he's slow enough. I could definitely you know, size him up. Yeah. I got to here with a punch. A security guy tackled him and me right off stage. And uh, I go, dude, did you eye that up a little bit? eye that up a little bit? You, you couldn't hit the 400-pound guy alone? Yeah, or... Guy had 400 pounds. 10 right? seconds before he I got to the stage. I wanted to, he goes, you know, we were mad at you too. I'm like, what? What? Are we mad? The fucking enormous alcoholic crowd I drew? Fucking eight, <laughs> right. 18 bucks for a gin and tonic? Right, for paying your salary for the year tonight? That's what I mean. It was, I was on Stern at the time. Everything, it was five sold out shows. You tackled me too. 
but that's as close as I ever got to fight. But I would have hit him. I yeah. Him. Well, it sounds like you were gearing up for it. I was like, you know, you know. Well, when I texted you and I was like, hey, it's fight stories, you're like, ah, I got 14 stories where I sound like a drugged up pussy. And I was like, wait a second, wait a second. You're from Jersey. I feel like you're like you're like you're like you, you come off like you'd throw a fucking uh, shot. You well, know? Also, I like to think, well, you know, again, when you're drinking and do a blow, well, I'm blowing drinking, I'd probably fight you. I would not. Right. <laughs> yeah, 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 There's yeah. nothing you, anything you did in your right, this is my apartment, I probably would not fight you. <laughs> <laughs> but that is like when you're from, uh, again, the vibe I get from you and definitely New Jersey. Like, if I had, you know, I don't know, Suge Knight in here with a, a nine millimeter, you, you're not going to be a fag and call the cops. Like, I'm calling these other men who are going to be. Uh, right. <laughs> I'd probably throw stuff out or whatever. Right. And I was in LA County Jail for two and a half months, and when I was 28. Uh, I possession of coke, but I took a swing at a Los Angeles cop. A big oh, up for five man. days. Up for five days. Lost twenty five grand on the Holyfield Tyson fight. I the first Holyfield Tyson fight. I thought Tyson was gonna murder. Me too. Everybody. I did. mean, leading up to that, the guys, how he knocked out Trevor Burbick. Like, remember Trevor Burbick couldn't stand. Like, right. Uh, like Trevor Burbick was aware he was on Queer Street. Like you're saying, <laughs> fuck, I can't stand up. You know? um, beating people up on the street, beating up cars. There was a weird thing where he would beat up built like he would say i'm gonna pick up the post office and hit you with <laughs> and then buster douglas like got in his head i know man it was a really a mental thing it, w- it really is and i was uh, i was reading a book about or uh, audio book i didn't really read it <laughs> <laughs> i was writing one <laughs> yeah, that's right you've written books and, um a guy listened to the show but uh <laughs> he came and telegraphed everything um so but they were saying like even lobsters like if they fight each other, the one that I loses. Never black guys. <laughs> <laughs> you know oh, these okay, lobsters, right? right? Uh, no. There's a mental thing. For but life. there's a mental. But it's a it's a it's a DNA thing. Uh, right. Okay. You know, like lobsters have DNA. I know. That really I know, makes I you know. sad to burn them in the water. <laughs> yeah. Now I don't want to do that. But I did think of Tyson though when he was saying that. I did think of Tyson. It's like once right. you lose that first fight, you're five times more likely to lose the next one. Right. Absolutely. And he got and, and Holyfield was a technician man with yeah. you know 18 kids in Atlanta. But there's no. What? 18 kids with us. Holyfield's got 18 kids? Talk about a man. 18 kids at a mansion <laughs> a, a mansion <laughs> in Atlanta spreading his seed. I'm like, does he even consider a rubber? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, forget it. And um, 18 kids, I think, with 14 women all in the same house. In, in a mansion, he goes, like, like it's, nah, nah, I like to have the women there. <laughs> they all live in the same house? 14 for 18. For a while they did. For a while they did. How isn't that a Netflix documentary? Uh, that's I mean, better than anything that's on TV. Because he's a fucking dude. Yeah, right. He controls the narrative on that one. God forbid a woman comes in like a woman camera person. I'll fuck her. She'll have a kid. <laughs> yeah. Any yeah. woman who comes in here is getting pregnant. Right, right, right. To this day. <laughs> uh, but, you know, he fought a perfect fight against him. But again, do you remember the guy Customato who clearly fucked Mike Tyson? Lou <laughs> Pearlman up his leg. Uh, the, the, the Italian guy. There rumors of <laughs> Tyson's Catholic priest. <laughs> Brownsville, yeah. Brooklyn is where he lived till he was 14. Yeah. And he was the kind of troubled got person. He was beating up old ladies in phone booths. <laughs> you know, old women beating right. them up. Tyson. Shoving a pigeon up their ass or something. What? Assaulting, like, and he was about to go away forever <laughs> because he was beating <laughs> up old women. <laughs> Wait, I thought he loved pigeons. <laughs> yeah. I don't have a lady. <laughs> <laughs> the pigeon was in. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna put a pigeon in your ass. Like, 
<laughs> I think a woman quoted him with that. Oh, like the so kind funny. of guy John Gotti would walk away from with his crew. You know? Yeah, like, yeah. Really like a, uh-huh. like a very scary guy, kid from Brown. And a kid and a fucking kid. Yeah, a kid, a kid. when he's doing this. There's they got that Kevin Rooney guy. The Irish guy worked for Custom Auto, and he got Custom Auto was this heavy set tag guy. There was rumors that he, you know, fucked guys, uh, men, boxers, whatever. Whoa! But the mitts thing, he's doing the mitts, like hitting them with the mitts. And, uh, you know, Rooney's not that heavy set, but the, the, the face Mike Tyson is making, 20 years old, is, he's just a bull, like, you know, an animal. And you go after those first, the way he knocked down Michael Spinks, I drove with a broad I did not like to a fucking closed circuit party about an hour and a half to watch Michael fucking ass wipe Spinks. What was it? Ninety seconds, and then I, yeah. oh my god, the whole ride home, drunken whore, <laughs> and I lost, you know, I lost a lot of money on. I thought Spinks had a shot under over on rounds, uh, almost everything. Yeah, yeah. So I said, fuck it, I'm making it all back. I am not betting against my uh, the Buster Douglas thing, whatever. He's gonna, he's gonna train. He's gonna, and he just methodically got his. I lost twenty five grand on on Douglas or Holyfield. Uh, on on, uh, on Holyfield. Holyfield. So uh, I lose that money. Quincy Jones, who was the producer of Mad TV, who, you know, I doubt you'll get him, but the perfect guy for this podcast. <laughs> I'm, look, he produced Mad TV. Can you TV. make a call? Uh, you know, I'm going to try to explain this. He was like, like there were eight people in the original cast of Mad TV, which it lasted 14 years. I got I nice checks for that. that. And I, he, I was the only one who didn't go to Yale drama, Northwestern, you know, whatever. Yeah. Groundling. And I was literally loading an orange juice truck two years before. And that guy, David Cross, uh, pissed me. I had a, such a chip on my shoulder. I was 27. Uh, my manager said, this guy, David Cross, he's like big in the alternative comedy. He was a writer on the pilot. He goes, go up to him. He goes, you don't know anybody in LA. I did something. He gave me like a smug look. I said, hey, my manager. And I literally, I, know. I couldn't let that go. I went back to my apartment and I had to go back and find out what office he was in. And I, I, I almost got fired because I cornered him. I said, I'm going to throw you out of a window. Like I, said, I said, I'm not going to try to outwit you. I probably, I said, I'm going to jump right to, th- I'm going to throw you out of a window. Yeah. Um, and then uh, we read, <laughs> we read a network read through and I play. A wait, 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 what did he do when you said, I'm going to throw you out a fucking window? <laughs> but was his face like, was he like, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, that's so great. Um, and I just, but I, oh no, first of all, how embarrassing if I get beat up by David Cross. Uh, <laughs> I doubt that would happen. Yeah, um, yeah so I, I, uh, I, I, now I get, the show gets picked up. There's a guy, Phil Lamar, uh, black kid, went to Yale drama. So, you know. Not, oh, yeah, yeah. Not, not a black kid. But, uh, <laughs> no, unbelievably, a smart fucking yeah, yeah. Um, Italian chick data. Italian chick data. My buddy did. <laughs> My buddy Italian comes to visit me, finds that out, wants to say something to him. I said, I'm in Hollywood right now, though. We were not in fucking the, the lunch line at York. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What, what are you going to say to him? Yeah, nobody lost a bet. I'm right. Artie's friend. And then what are you going to Yeah, right. <laughs> Punch out the girl? Yeah. Maybe? Maybe. <laughs> He was drunk. I go, you gonna punch out the girl? Maybe. maybe. He said that he didn't say maybe. <laughs> like the kind of guy with two drinks and forget it. Yeah. Like, uh, 
there's nothing an Italian guy who's short like I, my buddy Frankie that Napoleon thing is a real fucking thing and I'm he telling you, learned how to fight early and I never saw to this day a better fighter in my the life the people we talk to on this podcast it's yeah. always the fucking little guys yeah. who are the craziest animals because I at least have size on my size no, which know, will absolutely. deter some people which means look my old man again the most street smart guy ever this is not a you know a thing a lot of people don't know anymore but right. you know if you you, know, tell you if you got a chance to fight a guy in a you know fucking playground and one guy is a short guy who will hit, will, is, will hit you with a pipe yeah. and the other guy is you know Suge Knight my father will go fight the short guy yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes, but really consider it no, yeah. if a guy is crazy enough to hit you with a bat or something just yeah. don't go near him yeah and when I went to LA County Quincy again liked me because he thought I was a blue collar guy kind of like him right I had seven conversations with him I love years. that seven conversations with the guy who produced Thriller in two years Okay, I um I said uh, my Italian aunts would go ask him about the theme for Sanford. I'm like, yeah, he wrote the theme for Sanford. He's drinking one day at a luncheon. I go, hey, what? I love that song for Sanford. And he goes, fucking twenty minutes. I go, what? He goes, I was smoking opium. up fucking twenty minutes. I go, what are you talking about? I go, Red Fox called me. I'm, I'm doing a show about garbage. I go, what? <laughs> Yeah, he goes, I need a theme song. I'm like, I, I wrote that shit smoking opium in 20 minutes. Now, the drug addict in me, all <laughs> yeah. I heard was opium. Yeah. And I said, you know where to get, this is kind of relationship. Oh, I, I go, you know where to get opium? He goes, yeah. I go, where? He goes, I ain't telling you. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, but I, you know, I still obsess about that. So imagine the money he made off that song. Yeah, you know? right, right. And he was a, a musical genius, music and pussy. That is it. Yeah. And um, Well, if you're going to be good at two things, those uh, are two I, pretty I mean, good why things. Not? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I go to jail. I'd rather be that than the cake I go to for taking a swing at the cop. And, uh, okay. He starts calling the guards to get me. It's Quincy's. So he knows somebody. The cop. Uh, now, the, the guards don't know exactly who I know, but um, because I was on Mad TV, which is like rated 82, if you're a celebrity, you get your own show. <laughs> and the guards are like in front of people. That's why we got to give him his own show. Okay, <laughs> calm down. <laughs> Um, I didn't know a Mexican kid watched the show and I did a sketch called White Mama where I screamed like a black woman yeah. and the Mexican kid, you're a white mama and I didn't know the rules. Murderer, snitch or sort of celebrity own cell huh. and which a big deal. <laughs> you know, I was handcuffed while we got processed for six hours to a Mexican kid who was bleeding from the ankle. The Mexican mafia stabbed him in his ankle, had a hit out on him. Oof. Full back tattoo of Speedy Gonzalez, the, the cartoon guy. Yeah. And I'm trying to explain, oh, that's, that's amazing work. He goes, dude, I gave him my God number. I'm like, you're bleeding. He goes, I'm bleeding. <laughs> yeah. uh, and fact, if that kid didn't recognize me, yeah. at yeah. 3 a.m., I was here for two and a half months. So you got a shower, you know. I, I was trying to stay away from a shower. Uh, and, um, Wait, 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 you're for the obvious reason? Well, I mean, you know, for maybe the hackiest reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the whole sorts like the, sh you know, again, compared to Newark, it was like Shangri-La, it was like Maui Four Seasons, from what I remember. <laughs> but again, I was in my 20s, and, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, possession of blow, but I took a swing at that fucking cop right after the LA riots, though. God. And, um... Uh, so I, I thought I was standing up for the black kids on the uh, uh, show who were all watching me 11 feet from me get arrested like executives agents the worst way you could leave a television show <laughs> uh, I went if I was a nigger you'd fucking fight me and I go Orlando the black kids you think that we like this you <laughs> <laughs> You'd probably fight me. Well, uh, if I was a nigga, you'd hit me like an Irish cop. Right, guys? And, you got, and Orlando just goes, you pissed everyone off. Yeah. <laughs> so one guy yeah. didn't want to hit you in the face. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
For I once, know, you unified the blacks and the cops, you know? I, know, I never say that. Right. That's the first time you ever said to a cop. Right, right. Uh, uh, you know, you know. So, so again, it's like the black kids I grew up with were so cool with that as long as they come back. Like, you know, it was very... Like, I was just saying it in front of... My father was the kind of street justice guy where if he heard a kid say it, he'd go, I'm going to take you to the black neighborhood. If you say it there, you can say it here. Right. Listen, yeah. listen, listen, listen. Which I, I feel that, that way in fucking comedy. I agree. With I feel that way in comedy. I'm right. like, yeah, that's a good way. Yeah, you know, it's like, hey, you want to fucking be edgy, dude, yeah, and yeah, say yeah. and drop an M bomb over your glasses in front of absolutely. you know in front of all these white kids? Why Let's go not? uptown. Right. Let's go uptown. And you know, it's funny. Like a lot of people forget that some black comics are like, like Sherrod is from Bed Stuy, which is right. I don't think it was gentrified when he was there. I'm sure uh, he was. I'm sure it wasn't. Yeah, you know, and. Uh, I won't say, I know, maybe you know the story, but there's a comic who's a, sort of a big deal now. I heard that yeah. might have said something out of line. Like, hey, Sherrod's supposed to slap them, like over and slap them out Yeah, there. yeah. And I mean, you know, I'm not for that, I guess. Right. But, um, I'd rather see Sherrod do that than have sex with a white chick. But, I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but again, Sherrod's kind of, you could say that to that guy, and it's fun. He was mad because the kid did something. He, he like, treated him like an asshole. You know, yeah. It wasn't a joke. And yeah. It was a joke. And I said, I, God, I would love to have seen that. Yeah, me um, too. You know, some, a comic a comic who can fight is a great thing to me because yeah. there's a lot of guys who will, like some of these like, you know, uh, witty guys from Emerson or whatever will go there and sometimes you go, you, you know, I'm out of words. Like, yeah. I'm out of fucking no, words. No, so I like how like you, you with David Cross, you're like, I'm not going to go tit for tat with you. I'm, I'm just going to throw you out a window. I said, I'm jumping right to that. That is always my default. <laughs> yeah, I'm always yeah. like, yeah, well, worst case scenario, <laughs> I'll break his nose and then somebody be like, oh, he's a black belt. I'm like, fuck, I should fuck. Okay, no. Worst case scenario is I go flying out a window. Yeah, right, 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 right. No, I said that's what happened. I used to do a joke where <laughs> yeah. you remember was when karate first started, like little kids, yuppie kids would take karate. Yeah, and you would say like uh, their drunken father. I grew up with any black belt could kick your ass. I'm like whatever. And then he goes, his 11 year old daughter's a black belt. I go pick a place and a time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna prove a point. I'm gonna beat the fuck out of it. Tell him right. you're a guillon with the black right. belt and I will a 280 pound alcoholic will fucking beat the fuck out of your black belt and daughter there are guys who, who have said like oh so and so's a golden gloves or so and so's a black belt I go I'll still kill them right. I'll, I can tell by the look in their eyes I'll kill them and I might be totally wrong but I'll go I'll try absolutely and like an uh, inner city kid can size that up yeah, you know, you could tell who has fear in their fucking eyes. Right. Um, yep. I, that's exactly how my if I and I was half the tough guy my old man was. He got to like the ninth grade, got kicked out of school because he sucker punched his principal because he thought Ooh. his principal was hitting on his girlfriend. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> he probably was. Like low level mob ties. But like, <laughs> uh, when I was born, he had two hundred grand in uh, counterfeit money. He was holding for these this low level Italian family, like, not sophisticated. Right. Um, and. Uh, uh, the week before I'm born, the feds, uh, uh, and he goes, that's why sometimes you don't cheat on people. Like, I was cheating on your mother, but this cunt who ratted me out. I go, <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> He's paralyzed from the neck down when he said that. I go, I go I'm afraid of you. <laughs> he was the kind of street tough guy where my old man the last four years of his life was paralyzed from the neck down. If a guy broke in, I'm confident my father would have talked him out of robbing that. Yeah, right, right. Uh, and, um, or ripped his neck out with his mouth. <laughs> something like, you know, my mother got, got back at him for a lot. He couldn't move, from, couldn't fucking, guys to hurt my arm, like I could do pull-ups on his, sorry, he couldn't fucking wipe his ass, wipe his nose. Mm. I, I got taught how to, I got taught how to put him in a car. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, he had a crazy guy who got, he would ask me to kill him when he was all pilled up. And um, I go, what's the game plan with me though? I'm 22. Like, what if I, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I got guys who get chatty. I'm like, yeah, right. I'm going to trust your fucking friend from the 10th grade to get me out of the fucking country. Yeah, right. I'm lambing it in Brazil with it. <laughs> <laughs> don't, uh, don't cripple me with this. He, uh, 11, I'm 11 years old. This is okay. I'm 11 years old. This is the best fight thing I ever saw in my life. My father, again, who was my hero. But this is the kind of, this is the way he raised me. Wildwood, New Jersey, Jersey Shore, 1978. Uh, my mother, you know, was a looker back then, I guess. I didn't realize it. But she had, like, short, <laughs> short, like, sort of, you know, stud shorts on. She was 32 years old. My old man was 31. I'm 10. My sister's 9. And we're walking, like, a very Jersey-looking family. You know, <laughs> sure, and, you know, sure. A lot of cotton candy. And I, um, I say, uh, I, I remember I was arguing with I wanted to get an ice cream or whatever. A guy, while I'm talking to my father, grabs my mother's ass. There's a couple, Oy. like, three guys, and they're, like, biker-looking guys. And my father's other rules is always somebody tougher, you know? Yeah. Uh, he was a boxer for golden, you know, golden clothes, golden shower. <laughs> and I, uh, uh, but again, in my opinion, the real deal. But the moment I had where I said, maybe my father's a fucking total pussy. Okay. He sees it out of the corner of his eye. I kind of see it. And um, my mother's kind of worried he's going to, doesn't want him doing anything. Oh, my God. And she's saying to the two kids, just get out of here. Just get out of here. Fuck you, they're drunk. All, you know, adult kids. And my father looks at my mother, and she kind of knows. She grabs my sister, doesn't touch me, because it's like, I have to see this. I'm the boy. And uh, Great. goes to get the car. Wait, wait, wait. Your mom to get, went to get the car? Get, get the car. Oh, okay. And when I tell you what of a good fucking Nork broad, she forgets she was. Um, all right. My father goes up to the guy who grabbed her. He told us the sort of old thing. Now, I'm, you know, I'm nine years old. He goes up to the guy and he goes, I'll never forget this, almost verbatim. He goes, listen, she asked for it. She's a slut, she wears this fucking pants. I'm so fucking sorry. And at nine years old, I'm going, my father's a fucking fag. John, this is the coolest thing of all time. I got of a movie. I see a Cisco like this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> From yeah, right here, yeah. over the top, just boom, just levels the guy with one punch, grabs the guy's beer like 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 an action movie and hits his friend up fucking, and with his left hand is beating up the other guy, beat up three guys. And now, but the, the two other guys were put, had to look at the pussies, you know? Yeah. The other guy was a, a maniac. He was yeah. drunk, took care of him first with a sucker punch. No, but that was not a sucker punch. That guy, that guy damn sure fucking deserved oh, no, it. Okay, no, that, that's and, okay, right. You know what I mean? He that's hit him so first. Yeah, he, but that, he hey, if he would have sucker punched him, he never would have said, he never would have said, hey, 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 I'm sorry. He yeah, totally disarmed him. He totally like, disarmed him with absolutely. that. Absolutely. Listen, like I know about sucker punches. For that reason, I'm sorry to my mother. I'm like, Mom, watch out. Yeah. <laughs> you see this coming? Every time. I don't fall for this. <laughs> Every like, time I'm he apologizes for 20 years. It's the boy who cried wolf. That's why I'm getting the fuck out of here. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but now, it's the, again, the, the, from that, is there anybody cooler than my father in my life, you know? Yeah. I get kids who are not raising that anymore. So I true. saw him make the fist. It was like in slow motion. Yeah, right. You're watching the whole plan come okay. together. Almost like he, he timed it out where he, he ranged it with the cops. Just like where he said the cops are going to come. Grabs me by my arm. I'm off the ground. Grabs me. My mother pulls up in a Pontiac. And uh, I get in the car. He looks at her. She gets out of the car. He gets in the driver's seat. We drive away. And 
we were at the uh, the motel, the Cruiser Motel, having like just salads and pizza. <laughs> like try to what, 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 what? But did they talk about it? Like, was your mother like, I can't believe you did that? And he was my like, my mother knew when not to do that. You know? Oh, really? Yeah. She was. I mean, she she was turned. You know the part in uh, Goodfellas, yes. where he beat, he pistol whips the guy. Yeah. <laughs> Which by that scene, I I bring this up to all my buddies. What if De Niro went with him? Like, like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. De Niro's choking Maury. It's, it's Carrie. He's like, wow, wow, wow. What if De Niro stops choking Maury? Like, what would happen to us? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Jimmy Burke. <laughs> right. And, uh, you know, the scene, I got to admit, it turned me on. That's my mother. Right. My mother was, uh, you know, came from no money. Uh, my father was even the worst side of the tracks, but she was going to marry a guy who was uh, a, a, the other side of the tracks type of guy, college guy. Uh, owned an insurance company mm. and a house in Connecticut, the whole, you know, and uh, I wouldn't exist, I guess, if that happened. But uh, she, I just got to admit this. She met my father before she broke up with the guy, two weeks before the wedding. Yeah. The engagement party Ooh. happened. Italian fucking wedding's about to happen. And, 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 uh, and, your, mom, and your mom shut that down. Shut it down. Whoa, that that's Because she met my father in a stolen Plymouth Fury, uh, like, you know, uh, looked like Brando in the wild ones, in a diner. And just, my father looked like Tony Kerr. Uh, you know what? I'll show him to you. He looks like he's seven, but he looks like a movie star. That's back in 1973. Oh, yeah. You know what he looks like? You know what he looks like right there? Yeah. Fucking Matthew McConaughey. That's, that's what he that's looks exactly like. That's exactly what that's he looks exact, like. That's a good call. But look at that seven. Look at the white, he got a white belt on. Yeah, 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 yeah. White belts are for junkies at this point. Right, in a Cadillac. He's long hair, he's like a Doors fan. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, he is Matthew McConaughey in Days of Confused. He is yeah, that right? fucking character that on that car right there. That is the best. Days of Confused. Could he have been, he should have died after that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, uh, he not his car, put the lights on. Right. He would hit me ground balls. He would hit me ground balls uh, with a fungo bat. And uh, there was a guy in this, uh, the backyard of a, a school. And he would like really meticulously, <laughs> like a nerdy looking guy who loved golf. He would meticulously make a golf green. Like the ne- and 10 minutes later, the guy would go to dinner. My father would start hitting me grounded on the golf. <laughs> and uh, the guy would come out. And my father would go, there's always a golf fag. <laughs> yeah, your dad said that. Yeah, my father thought Mr. Rogers was a fag. And he goes, is this the guy? He came home and I'm watching Mr. Rogers. He goes, he goes, is this the guy who gets undressed in front of the kids? My mother goes, he changes his sweater. <laughs> <laughs> gets undressed in front of the kids. Yeah, yeah. I think my father would have started something. <laughs> yeah, 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 man. Uh, he was a very you aggressive, know, like, Your uh, father couldn't take these times today, man. Know, he couldn't he take would, these times. He wouldn't know, like, you know, again, the thing is, everything's on camera. He, he was yeah. addicted to the scam. Yeah. 200 grand, the feds come. And that's 200 grand back then, which is probably 5 million. You're buying houses for 11 grand back then. Oh, we bought our house for, I think, 14,000. Right. Took him 15 years to pay it off. (laughs) And two weeks later, he fell off a roof. And was quadriplegic, fell off a house with no, and again, my mother, a good woman, fell off a house with no insurance, older guy. He had 200 grand in life savings. She could have taken that. And my my, my uncle goes, I'm not taking that money. And uh, my father said, they can't move. I'm like, a little bit. <laughs> now we go on welfare. He's rotting away. I'm watching my hero, White Sword, do that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he's telling me I'm paying for my sins. I'm like, Hitler didn't do that. Like, Hitler got out. Yeah, you, no, I don't. What no, did no, he no, do? I'm paying for your sins. Whenever somebody says something about karma, I'm like, what about Gaddafi? All That's right? what I mean. He ran for 70 years. Like, yeah, he got stoned out. at the end. That's you what know? I mean. Gaddafi's like, you know, torturing his cousins and he got a right, right, $500 right. billion dollar oil week. This is a very less 
Karen moment than your old man's moment, but I was in Toronto with my wife who's pregnant. The story's already faggot. It's, oh, yeah, yeah. First of all, I get 15% tougher when I'm in Toronto because of the gun laws. <laughs> I, like, I know this has only ended one way. Toronto is a cool town. Yeah. yeah like no, it's great. Yeah. Um, so we're, I get into some road rage with the guy, and I'm going. That's a real thing, man. Oh, oh yeah. I get fired up. Yeah. So all of a sudden, he's ahead of me now. Yeah. And he whips a battery back and it hits the front window. Oh my god. And before I even know what's going on, right, I'm out of the car red, like, <laughs> and I'm at his window pounding on his window. Right. And he's Did in this great big drinking? escalate. Oh yeah, this is <laughs> this is 3 years ago. <laughs> I'm pounding on his window. I'm like, "Get out of the car, right. motherfucker." Right, right. And I realize he's in this great big car, but he's a little dude yeah. and I'm just watching him melt. That's the best, like a trucker. Oh right? dude, I spit in his face and then I went back to the car. <laughs> Jonathan Catch on a wheelchair. <laughs> yeah. I went back to the car. And my wife was like, "I feel a little like Karen Goodfellas right now." I swear to God. I swear to God. That movie is so well done. Yeah. But um, you know, again, my father ran with those kind of guys again, but not a fully Italian guy. Uh, but climb roofs for a living, and it was always had some sort of scam going. Uh-huh. So the the, the 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 wise guy say to him, his best man who was doing moving the money was Phil Frantantoni that's the guy <laughs> I says Phil didn't get caught he goes if you dummy up and don't say anything we'll get your lawyer to play him so the lawyer I'm born now the lawyer goes bring your kid to the summation and he goes why he goes I will just show him to the jury and uh, he goes, can you get on to his new kid he said I'm telling you you smiled at the right time and he got off and he didn't rat you know so my mother said listen they said the gift for not ratting is we'll give you one favor and said you're asking to get out of the whole thing which they didn't do really and my father claims he did that, but clearly he did not. You know? Right, right. Uh, you know, it was extra. He still showed up at the barbecues. I mean, listen, he fucking was installing antennas, and that's how he paid them the mortgage, you know. Right. Uh, but uh, he, uh, you know, he was, he, he, okay. When he falls off the roof, guy's got no insurance, on welfare, this lawyer who just got this black kid who, Frankie Woods, an amazing, uh, he just got hit and paralyzed, and they sued, uh, like, the helmet company. Like, you get creative, because these companies, you get sued somebody that's involved. Who's ever got the money. They feel sorry. Exactly. Right. Where's the money? So, the money's not in insurance, the money's not in the house, the guy, the guy goes, well, sue the ladder company. Now, I knew something my mother didn't know, and my father's paralyzed. <laughs> Jewish lawyer, we got him a beer. He's like, I, li- I like that little Jewish lawyer. Yeah, well, I like that little fact. You go for the best. It's a fact. It's a fact. Half true. And I said to him, uh, I said, what do you need? You know, he said, taste the money. And quite frankly, I'm like, I'm, hey, you can't move, but fuck, I'll get a Corvette or something. <laughs> uh, and, because we're going to wealth, I went to the welfare office. Uh, I think I saw the same biker. Hey, that can't use this. <laughs> so uh, I'll get you the good Xanax. And I'm <laughs> okay. He goes, we'll sue the ladder company. He's only one to sue, but they got money. I go, nah. You want to tell him, man? He stole the ladder. <laughs> it said Bell Atlantic on it. <laughs> he, he passes by oh, a Sears Roebuck store. He sees the Bell Atlantic guy doing it. He just took it. The guy had a, he used the stairs to come down. The guy was on the roof. Put it on the ladder. I love that. Put dude. it on the van. I love that. I love that. And the fucking. What's can- that movie? It's like where he sees the thing come at the end. You know what I mean? It's like. <laughs> It's almost like Atlantis Morrison isn't it ironic, you know? It's fucking It's ironic, don't you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like being paralyzed. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, on the ladder you stole. Oh, or, God. Of course, it's like rain on your wedding day. Right. Uh, so he, uh, yeah. So, I mean, the most depressing. I was I was picking up the color of the Oh, fuck. And that um, is I fucking really, so painfully yeah, funny. Yeah. He yeah, stole well, the ladder. At that point, oh, I, said, the only shit. Thing, I have to try comedy. Yeah. Uh, it said Bell Atlantic on it. 
Oh, and, so uh, he put, it was not tall enough for what he needed it for. Again, fuck the. He would put uh-huh. it on top of a picnic table, not a regulated thing. And <sighs> I, uh, again, everything I realized I'm from a 1940 Damon Runyon movie. But I used to shoot pool. <laughs> I, I, I had grandeurs. I was a good pool shooter for a while. Yeah. And, um, I, we, me and my buddies would you hustle. have a reputation for that. Actually, <laughs> I would hustle nine ball. My buddy yeah. Deej was a little bit worse than me. We would pretend we didn't know each other. Three-way nine ball, money on a five, money on a nine. He would set me up for a shot. I hit him in, we split the money up. Mm. One time, this is hilarious, it was black kid, a great pool shooter, uh, it came in on him. And Deej couldn't make it. So the kid notices that we know each other. He shows up on peppermint schnapps. Oh, he figures out the fucking thing. Just, yeah, and right, the guy right. I'm not paying you. And then me and the black kid basically just go, you're paying us. And then the black kid goes, why don't we just rob guys? <laughs> <laughs> I go, yeah, that's what a, what a great black input. Uh, yeah, I, I, he was one of my best friends. He goes, he figured it out, and then we still took his money. He's like, we should just rob him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the there was times in your life where you surprised yourself. Like, I was oh, spending yeah. that blue Corvette, you know what I mean? Yeah, tell me that pool cue, the pool cue fight. Okay. This is really, I really like. My old man would have not like this. Uh, I, 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 the way I did it was weasel. <laughs> The way I did it was weasel. Uh, so I um half of my thirty fights were some were through some weaselly means. Uh, you got a number thirty fights? Uh, twenty five, thirty, something like that. I said twenty five. My buddy put it at thirty. Rocky Marciano was forty nine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so um, uh, all right, place called the Old Homestead in the inner city, like you know, like, like a lot of these Italian guys, like Hoboken is filled with bars with Irish names owned by Italian guys. Yeah, Irish, they drink, it's money, you know. Right, right, yeah, O'Reilly's, yeah. this is Anthony. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Sinatra's old man, people think he was half Irish. Was yeah, you not. brand it, you brand it. <laughs> and you know, jukeboxes, they're stuck in the old times. Insane gamblers live in this town. And I, uh, uh, we would, again, we were shooting pool for money. Kind of a real thing where like I was every once in a while my problem was I was inconsistent like I would look like Willie Moscone or Willie Mays uh, <laughs> the pool uh, pool and I if I was drinking whatever but I'm, sometimes when I was drinking I was not bad but I was too inconsistent to ever go pro I'm losing money for my friend because I, he's, he set me up for the thing and I'm and the guy figures it out I'm getting mad at him I get mad at my buddy and told I, and the fight started with me and my friend. Mm. I'm like fuck you, fuck you, and then we start talking about sisters or something, and then uh, I'm like, what, what are we going here for? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because, uh, well, my friend, one of my friends dated my sister. My sister's very pretty, 15 months younger than me. One guy in my friends asked me to date her, and asked my father fell by the way, weasel ammo. Coast is clear. Uh, <laughs> I go, uh, I go, uh, um, you know, I he asked, I go, yeah, you could date her. And the kid was a good looking kid. And uh, but seeing his car at my house and yeah. not for me, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go around going, Joe, where you guys at? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, so uh, that was kind of between us. And now he's pissed off. He's pissed off. I'm losing money. And now I it got to the point where I said, "Did you fuck my sister?" Like Jake Lamada. And um, uh, the kid who I, we end up fighting broke us up. Did the, the right thing. What are you doing, your friends? Like fuck you. Fuck. I go fuck you for breaking up. So right. I'm drunk, and. I just, one of those things where the kid just seemed like an asshole to me. And after he did that, he becomes very condescending and like judgmental. He goes over to his friends like this guy. You know, he said something like, I'm uneducated or something. And uh, I said, well, of course I'm not educated. We're not, you know. Uh, Who is good at pool <laughs> that is educated? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, David you spend Cross was not shooting pool. <laughs> yeah. He was writing ironic monologues. Though. Yeah, an English class. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. It was like something, it really pissed me off. And, um, I just had that in my head. 
at some point, I wish I had a better, like, you know, it's a tr the truth. I wish I had a better lead up. At some point, a full brawl, the, the only full out of a Western bar brawl I've ever been in. Yeah. To where the kid Frankie I told you about with the with the Napoleon thing was such a maniac that a full beer, you knew he was in a mode to fight if he went like this, grabbed the neck like this, and would, yeah. I saw him hit guys with beers. Right. And not even, like, if he thought a guy was an asshole like that, he would go, I don't know. <laughs> you know, right? And they blame it on the guy in front of him. I uh, took that to heart, and uh, this kid was a bigger kid. This is a real yeah. shithead story. I probably yeah. never told this uh, ever. <laughs> I'm and, glad uh, I got it out of you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, and I, uh, I went up with a pool cue. I turned it around, and uh -huh. he's like, you know, I'm breaking up. A, he was being a good guy the whole time. Oh like, yeah. Two girls are fighting. I fucking went, I went way in the back of the shit like this and went like this and I kind of hit a girl uh -huh. which, you know, I'm not into that. Uh, let's say, let's say <laughs> yes, right? Unless you pay. But it was his girlfriend. Grabs Zambuca, a flaming shot of Zambuca. <laughs> throws it in my face like, very, like that sticky type of Oh, like that. yeah, yeah. And uh, blind, John, I fucking, four, I hit 420 fucking uh, all-state baseball player. I fucking, as hard as I could, I just blind like this. I don't know how I didn't <laughs> hit the girl. Wait, I your batting average is 420. <laughs> I guess the weed though, yeah. But uh, no, I was four, 421. Uh, played third base. Yeah. I hit over 400 both of them. Led the team in home runs. I couldn't. Four yeah. hours to drive to the first <laughs> But I uh, uh, again, uh, hand-eye coordination. It's a Ukraine I don't know how, if I hit the girl, I would be getting out of jail tomorrow. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I blindly took a swing with a pool cue. One of those shitty, like, bar pool cues is wooden that doesn't come apart. You know, oh, like, yeah, yeah. That, you know, Jackie Gleason and the Hustler. Uh, the Barbudo, Tom Cruise is using whatever. <laughs> yeah. And I just, as hard as I could, and I fucking whacked this kid right across his chest. Summer, guinea tea on, something like this. And um, really... I visited him in the hospital. I felt terrible. I bought Parkinson's over. Well, I mean, it's because you didn't fucking really break it across his face. I'm so lucky that didn't happen. Yeah. And, um, I'm so lucky that... Uh, and he was like, you know, dude, the scarf's perfect. He's like, get me laid. That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> and after that, I love him. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You guys are best friends. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Uh, but if... I, and, you know, again, I was so drunk, I could have easily hit... God was with me that I didn't hit yeah. that girl. Yeah. Um, and totally a weasel asswipe. Oh, man. You know, I'd uh, say of the 25 to 30 fights I've been in... Getting lower. 25 to 30 of them have been I've been fully drunk <laughs> yeah, well, I you mean, know what it, like man. three fights I was not what? drunk my father always sober yeah my father well, that's that, it that's, that thing in the that's way, the yeah. fucking that's the calling that part that story maybe two cotton candies right. <laughs> <laughs> a little sugar high alright hey, that's something that yeah okay great but then great. also but then also you still but it still took me those 20 drunk fights right. to like wake, to now have the courage to be like hey wait a second you right. know I know how to handle myself well, exactly. I know what it's like to get hit in the face I'm sure you know yeah you that's know. the other thing you know you get hit but if you know you can get hit right right and I, one uh, of the and one of the fights where I wasn't drunk was early on where I took a shit kicking for a guy who was right. running his mouth and right. then I look and the guy's at the top of the hill. <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. That, you know, again, man, there's always somebody tougher. My own man. Always, thing. always, But always. my father was always willing to find out. Yeah. You know? uh, and look, the jail thing with me in L.A., again, uh, okay, the Quincy thing, the guard would get me at 3 a.m. He goes, you're showering by yourself. I don't know who the fuck you know, but you're going to shower by yourself. And I go, that doesn't mean what you watch. <laughs> the guard would have to look. But I, I, I goes, you're not showering with Crips. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> you're not showering with the Wu-Tang clan. <laughs> I'm like, wait, wait, wait. You're not going to watch, are you? This is a fucking... 
How about the New Jersey Italian homophobe? You have to affiliate yourself with a clan. I'm like Wu Tang or Ku Klux. Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd rather be with Rizzo than I got my own shower, and then I got. Okay, okay. Quincy Jones said this. I, I guess I, his daughter Rashida is the sweetest person. Oh my God! Ever. And fucking. And for, I, I so weasel my way onto a private jet. He very he was a Sinatra generation, Quincy, right? Yeah, yeah, So yeah. I was uh, because I had to go to rehab the first fucking year because I owed that. Quincy wouldn't let me get fired. He goes, "Man, he goes, you a funny cat, man." He goes, "Miles Davis had a problem." Like <laughs> Miles Davis. I love that. I love that. City guy, and he goes, "Um." Beat the PA tomorrow at fucking noon. I go, I go, what are you talking about? He goes, how you getting to LA tomorrow? I'm like, I'm flying in a plane. He goes, fuck that man, cancel that shit. I'll pay for the ticket. We got the wings. <laughs> go to wings. <laughs> wings attached to the wings. Yeah. And it's me, Quincy Jones, his other daughter, Kadita, with Peggy Lipton, the other mulatto chick, well, who's talking to her boyfriend. Talk about a difference in life. I'm on a private jet for the first time. I'm 27, making eight grand a week doing a thing. Out of rehab. I had to go to rehab because, yeah, because right. a blow. And uh, taking a string at a cop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And Tyson didn't win. I, uh, <laughs> I, I, I mean, gambling over. And, and he likes it. Man, I thought Tyson win that too, but shit, man. Uh, he really talked like that. Um, he, uh, he, uh, he gets me in a, a limousine. This actually happened. I'm at the Pierre Hotel a half an hour before he says to me, I get in a limousine with him, his daughter Kadita, some business guy, a white guy, whatever, a white broad he's fucking who's 23. Uh. They all had probably like, and uh, fucking, Diddy's are like this though. They they, they, they ran out to look at us because they were our age. Like he, Quincy would come with a, a white chick, smoking hot, not allowed to look at us. Like, you know, looking down. And, wow. Uh, uh, he invited us to a club where he, he we're at his table. And How old were his daughters? Uh, Rashida is uh, the one from Parks and Recreation. Kadita sure. is the older one. But at the time, okay. At the time, she was 29. and So okay, he's with his daughters with chicks younger than his fucking daughters? I'm going to say they were maybe... Or year, the same uh, age? Uh, pretty much. What a fucking animal! And then the chick, he's fucking, gets up to use the bathroom. Again, this is a, this is a culture thing. Uh, gets up to use the bathroom, and he says, are you going to water your lily? I'm like, lily? What's the, I got a pussy, I guess. Right in front of his daughter, you know. I had a bet on the Packer Cowboy NFC Championship game. As we get higher up, I lose the game. And uh, Kadita, so I'm gonna call my boyfriend. He's in Bel Air. I'm making plans for the ladder. She's probably four thousand dollars phone calls for four hours, and I felt like she wanted to talk to me. Um, I'm wondering who won the. I can you get ask your boyfriend in the Packer game, and she goes, "Because Tupac, who's winning the Packer game?" And she was dating Tupac Shakur. She talked to Tupac Shakur. Get Shigore. the fuck out! And I go, "You're making plans in Bel Air with a fag." <laughs> <laughs> but we get in the limousine to go to the thing. And you can tell I'm excited. You know, he's like, hey, I remember this first time too, man. Like, Maybe Quincy had fucking Tupac shot for fucking his daughter. I got to tell you one thing. He didn't seem thrilled about it. He was a fucking, <laughs> he was a fucking editor of Vibe magazine. John, my hand to God. I'm in the, in the limo with him. Tupac and Biggie are on the cover. Mm. Eight months before whichever one died first. Uh, Tupac, right. right. Um, <laughs> and uh, uh, you realize I'm going, whoa. Uh, I, I, Quincy goes to his daughter who's dating out loud, says this. The motherfuckers both going to be dead in a year. He goes, they're he goes, I tried to get out of this shit. Sinatra and me got the fuck away from guys with guns. Man, what the fuck are they doing? He goes, it's bullshit. And he goes, and Tupac's just a bougie fuck. He grew up in Baltimore with a, like a liberal arts fuck. You know, which was kind of drill. Uh, yeah. That motherfucker was at like a, that motherfucker that, what was his, uh, Punky Brewster's birthday. <laughs> That's, that's, a, that's so funny, dude. Quincy Jones goes, goes thug laugh, motherfuckers. <laughs> that is the best. 
Dude, okay. I think if you took that fucking light and swept it over anybody's yeah, life, yeah, you'd yeah. find some fucking bullshit he was like the that. the best guy of all time. Now my father's dead. I'm like, I get it. I'm like, when I see my father in the afterlife, a black guy became you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. So and your, I, dad, I, and your dad smacks you. I became, <laughs> what? I became instant friends with him. Like, yeah. We were friends. Yeah. And uh, he, um, thug lap, punky. They said punky. <laughs> thug <laughs> lap. <laughs> We should fuck. Yeah. The biggest mole, that guy's got that lazy eye. Yeah. Uh, and, um, uh, he, uh, he became like a father figure to me. I would have got fired for the second. I, I fucking fucked up with drugs twice, and he made sure I went to rehab, and, and, you know. Right. And the second, it's so funny how I'd probably not be in show business. The second half that he made me go to, I did really good work. I was getting sketches on, and those sketches are what Norm McDonald saw and got me, uh, got me into dirty work. Right. I became friends with Norm. Gets me in the Howard Stern and the rest is, you know, you directly yeah. trace back to Biden's table. <laughs> Norm, oh shit, Norm, Norm took me to Howard. Oh, as a guest. Because he was a regular, Howard loved him. Right. And right, uh, right. he was a regular. Um, Norm was afraid he was going to bring up some shit because, you know, Norm was married, but he married um, before he got on SNL. He hit huge at that time because, you know, he was killed those jokes. He, every, he was so right, funny, right, man. Right, right, right. He right, might right. be the best weekend up there. Right, right, right. So, you know, I love Michael Che, but there's no, the, the, the other kid that seems like a nice kid to Harvard, but there's no danger. Yeah. Like, you yeah. danger. It's not danger to say, Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Like Michael Trump. Che is supposed to be the danger because yeah. he's black. Well, let me you tell know? you, he's a smart, unbelievably funny guy, but yep. Norm was dangerous. Right. You know? And uh, That's so funny. I don't think of, that, of, of him like that, you know? He, but. He, he, well, again, he, he would say, like, you know, jokes that really could end your career, Norm would do, you know. Right. And um, the, uh, the, one of the just wittiest, when he got fired, because of OJ jokes, Again, this is I, the, uh, the Don Omar, the head of NBC, was uh, friends with OJ, and he's supposed to warning him. And Lorne Michaels doesn't throw you a line at all. Lorne Michaels is such a Doctor Evil. Like mm. I met him four times. I got the most insane Lorne Michaels. I should have punched him in the face. Look, I, uh, I so trying not to be a Jewish guy. You know? Yeah. You're having a white party in Southampton. <laughs> right. And um, I. I uh, I, I, I uh, when Norm got fired, Don Omar calls me. He goes, he goes, Norm, I got bad news. And Norm goes, what? He goes, you're fired. He goes, really? He goes, I go. He goes, why? He goes, because you're not funny. He goes, that's even worse news. <laughs> Uh, uh, he goes, I'll never get a job. <laughs> yeah. um, I had to take that in stride like that. Two years. Again, this would be, he'd be every comic's hero. But I actually talked to him. I was a voice of reason with Norm sometimes. I had to talk him out of this. He went back to host two years later when we were doing the sitcom, uh -huh. and this is the monologue. He doesn't tell the writers he changed the monologue to this. They think he's gonna do something else, and the writers gather around to like pretend they're, they laugh at the joke. Mm. So, um, and there's a lot of funny guys <laughs> at that time. Like, I think uh, Smigelow came back to help him do this thing, and because they all love Norm. So this, the monologue was supposed to be something whatever. This is what he does. He goes, hey, I know you guys probably thinking I got fired a couple years ago for not being funny. I'm not hosting the show. Like, what is that? About it. I must have gotten funny. Go, no, I'm still not funny. The show has gotten awful. <laughs> that was the news. I'm telling you, I'm not funny at all. But the show. He goes, well, you'll see. <laughs> and then it's one of the worst shows I've ever seen. Dude, he, um, because everybody is pissed off at him. Oh, what a great fuck you, dude. I would live sure, for that fuck you moment. Just a comic. To make sure the, 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 the monologue killed and made sense, he tanked some of the sketches. But what he wanted to do was do that in every sketch. Uh -huh. Run to the elevators with me, get in the cab, and not go back. <laughs> and leave them with dead air. And I said, and high five I you. Said, I said, like a real life dirty right, work. Like a real life dirty work. Like, ah, we did it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Michael Jordan Jr. has made more than $4 million. I know. Um, like, neither one will ever work again. I know. Uh, but, but I said, Norm, I said, this is exactly what he, when he said that to me. Yeah. I, I immediately like laugh like you did. Like, and then I went, <laughs> I go, can, can I say something? I go, They'll erect a statue outside every comedy club. The guy, those two racists at Stanford and son, you'll be like, you know, you know, fuck their kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're like 11. But it'll never work. Yeah, right. Why do I put a hit out on And think of what you'll do to Maya Rudolph. Yeah. <laughs> what about us? Right. He, he was, I mean, but Norm is that true rebel why we got, I mean, we were a lot of trouble together. The first night, playing nine ball, first night of rehearsal in Toronto, on yeah. Young, Young Street. An enormous. I won nine thousand dollars off him playing pool. Wow! And just one of those nights, I was on. I was jumping balls, going over. Oh, like, hey, did someone send you? <laughs> and uh, my manager uh, said, "You got to lose to him." What are you talking about? He's a star. I go, "He's not that kind of guy." Yeah. You know, I, I think he would be more pissed at that. The next day. Norm brings in the Canadian money that you don't respect with the goose. You know? yeah, yeah. In a wheelbarrow, $9,000. I'm like, that's a blowjob at the uh, brass rail. <laughs> Wait, he bought in 9,000 loonies? $9,000. wheelbarrow? <laughs> that geese on it. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, dude, I, 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 all right, you got me. I yeah. left it for the maid. I didn't take it home. I said, this is bad. <laughs> I left the maid nine grand that she could have fucking, she would have fucking, I could have How did that, first of all, how did that not become a fucking story somewhere? <laughs> that could have, that, Dude, could, that time, it was crazy people, a midget was in the show. Right. I swear to God, in the fucking, the, the, one of the funniest guys ever, I don't know who it was, was in the goddamn production office. It said, Artie Lang, 8 a.m., Norman Lang, it said, midget, 8 a.m. It's all said it was midget, not the guy's name. <laughs> all right, this is 1997. Um, Big midget too, like like the Peter Dinklage of his time. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Willow, it was yeah. fucking Willow. I mean, <laughs> it wasn't. No. Uh, all right. So, so anyway, he goes um, got guy guy's agent who's also a midget. Yeah. He goes um, comes in screaming like has us. We have to have a, a thing. The guy's got a name, Paul. Like well, right. He decides to admit and really, really, uh, we're gonna protest. Blah blah blah. Next day, it says Norman Paul the midget. <laughs> the guy pulls him out two days we couldn't work because the midget wouldn't oh, no. <laughs> they yeah. tried to like pick it I said they'll never see the signs like everything was a worse midget joke yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, you know it, it just was that kind of it was that kind of it was the last time of that actually my buddy is friends the guy I used to do this podcast with he lives in Canada though yeah. when we're together and uh, he's friends with the guy you fought in Dirty Work. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. the one guy. The guys. Those, yeah. those stunt guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk about the pussy they got. <laughs> no. I, I would read the, the fucking thing. I go, Norm, these are stunts. Like, you're going to throw yourself on a cocker? No, some stunt guy. Like, they're with, like, Arizona Nines, those guys. And yeah. they would throw themselves on the concrete. And then the fact stunt guy that was my guy was like, the worst thing I do was get hair taped to his head back. Or something. <laughs> yeah. I think it still didn't clear up. Uh, but, uh, again, it was just, a, you know, J Jack Warden played my father. He... Uh, uh, Chevy Chase was up there and was drinking at an insane pace. Chris Farley. Yeah, there were some great cameos. Never that. told this Farley story because I was, but now Farley's whatever. I, I promise I wouldn't tell it, but I don't give a shit. <laughs> Norman had everybody that came up. Sandler came up. Stamos came up. Rebecca Romaine's in it. The midget couldn't eat lunch. Farley was so out of control. He died a, a week later. Oh, I mean, no, no, shit. I, no he, he, he hosted SNL between uh, Dirty Work and Die. And uh, and uh, he was just so the kind of guy though in his trailer he would eat a piece of steak he would eat, put the pork in the middle of the steak and it's like it would bend into his mouth <laughs> and he would hire strippers just to smoke pot and talk to them like the depressing guy 
<laughs> the kind of fat guy who couldn't talk himself into pussy. I can always kind of talk myself into pussy. You know? Yeah, right, right, right. Big beer gut. You know? <laughs> but uh, uh, he was fucking a chick that Lord Michaels always had these hot assistants. And Sandler Rock and David Spade were right outside Lawrence. Now, he knows she's cheating on him with a big time guy. He doesn't know who it is. It's Steve Martin. And it's fucking, what an asshole, first of all. He's got a fuck Farley. Yeah. Um, so he's real in love with her. He goes into Lauren's office. Sandler Rock's making all him. this. He goes, I don't give a fuck. You know what? I don't care. He might be richer than me, better looking than me, but there's no way he's funnier than me. And Sandler goes, ah! <laughs> yeah. Not funnier, but yeah, right. um, no, he's funny. He thinks like a shitty executive. Or something. I know. Yeah. It's amazing. It's so funny because it's like it's the opposite of me. It's like, well, he's funnier, but I literally kick his ass. Yeah, yeah. You know, that, you know, it was Van Damme in his prime or something. Yeah. Well, I'm funnier than Van Damme, so I got that one. <laughs> Actually, those new Doritos commercials. Right. Uh, I hate when they make guys like that funny. But um, Farley tells a story. Norman have a hidden camera and get celebrities to tell a story. I go, is this for blackmail or just like for the real? <laughs> I go, you never knew him. So, <laughs> so Farley tells a story for a dark. He went out to write Black Sheep to put him up at Shutters, five-star hotel. Uh-huh. I've never told this. Five-star hotel in Santa Monica. Now, he goes out onto the pier. Farley's a celebrity now. You know, Boy. Yeah. He sees three homeless chicks who look like the Bowery Boys. Just got some brown dirt on them, you know, but they're kind of good looking. And he goes, how'd you like to fucking put in a five-star hotel. I go, like, oh, yeah, I feed you. And they're like blowing them to stay in the hotel. And um, he goes, and me and Norman go, tell him there's a camera. So he goes, I just stand there for a month going to fucking hospital, blowing me. The, and then, then I came home and they're kind of nice and everything. I come home and the one girl says, you know what, we don't feel comfortable with you know, having sex with you this. And you think he's going to go, ah, so he goes, well, I was like, hit the bricks, whore. <laughs> He does that the hit the bridge whore! <laughs> I go, the end is you threw them out? <laughs> the end is you threw them out? He, he finally he got it together. He, he finally got it together. I'm not paying for their Do you think we're friends? Finally got it together. You're so washed funny. up now, huh? You got a little dirt on your face. <laughs> yeah. And he just kept being funnier. Norm probably still has that tape. Oh, so um, funny. He goes to the after party. Norm asked me, out of control, whores um, at um, the Waldorf Story. He sneezed a Coke rock onto a sketch. In front of the <laughs> Funniest part of the sketch. And uh, I go to watch him at the party. Norm goes to talk to somebody. Norm goes, watch Farley. I got, I'm, my blood alcohol's nine, you know. And uh, he disappears into a bathroom with Andy Dick and comes back. I go, he goes, what's up with Farley? I go, bad news, man. He went into a bathroom with Andy Dick. There's two reasons a guy goes into a bathroom with Andy Dick. Neither one good. Norm, <laughs> quick as hell, goes, holy fuck, I hope he's high. <laughs> and he was high. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And then he died. Like, that movie got me a deal for like 750 grand the last of that happening. Right. Um, yeah, that's right. That's right. Oh, yeah, yeah. They oh, stopped yeah. doing that. Because King of Queens happened. They figured the fact I throw like a fucking uniform on. <laughs> yeah. And uh, 750K, the first check was $250,000. And my father's been dead. I, I show my mother the check and she's like, what do you have to do for this money? She's like, laundering money. <laughs> yeah. The last time I saw this much money right uh, here. No, exactly. I, didn't, I don't have to steal the ladder anymore. Right. And the, it was a $250,000 check. And I, I, I've always been able to make good money, but without the, de- with the demons, I, yeah. I, I like Anthony, but I went out to go to the compound media every day for fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, not that much. It was so much fun. <laughs> that. I, yeah. Yeah, anyway, yeah. Yeah, I got a lot more. We'll do another. Yeah, listen, the, this is I really fucking appreciate it, man. Anytime, I can't, man. I can't thank you enough, man. Uh, Artie Lang, are, everybody. Good man. <laughs> Thanks. Hit the bridge, <laughs> you whore. Thanks for listening to Fight Stories. Hope you guys like listening as much as we like making the episodes. If you did, this is what you can do: you can share, subscribe, 
and rate us on whatever platform that you guys are listening on. iTunes is big for us. And, of course, we want to hear your fight stories. If you got them, we want to hear them. You got a tough down, let us know. On Facebook, it's fb.me slash fight stories. On Instagram, it's at fight stories podcast. And on Twitter, it's at fight stories pod. What are you waiting for, tough guy?